show is going to always give you guys applicable, useful, and entertaining relationship conversations with a generational perspective. We're airing live on Fridays from the Netherlands at 8 p.m. CST, 11 a.m. PST, and 1 p.m. CST. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm Dr. E, and uh, we are, again, let's Jay said, Erin live from the Netherlands, and you can call in at 310-928-7733. Again, 310-928-7733. So we have a special uh, guest with us today. Not only is she special because she's special in general, but she's also a, a relative, my sister-in-law. And her name is Tracy Chavis. Hello, Tracy. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and um normally uh bringing relatives on the show is is uh amazing when they're just really gifted and tracy is a very very gifted uh, holistic practitioner yes she is an educator uh she teaches she's had a long career in education she's also very creative she has a children's book that she's working on now that I'm I'm kicking her in the rear to make sure she gets out. And we're just yes, pleased yeah. to have her on the show. And, yes, and we're going to talk about a subject uh, in regards to the holistic space, and that's first, do no harm. And we'll explain mm-hmm. a little bit about what that means. But before we do that, we're going to take a mindful check. Hmm. How are you? Tracy, first, <laughs> mindfully. How are you, Tracy, today? I'm great. I'm You're great. great. <laughs> You're great. Anything you're grateful for? <laughs> well, I mean, we, you and I just spoke. I'm, I'm grateful for feeling good. I um, just, uh, it's been a week since I had a surgical procedure and um, uh, in Friday, on Friday last week in Florida and um, had some major uh, accomplishments regarding that. I feel really good. I'm in a good space. Good, good. She sounds wonderful. She huh? does sound wonderful. I'm, she I'm looks so happy. She's okay. And I, and I, I was. Like, I just keep stop for. I'm trying to stop. You know, not giggle all the time. Oh, well, we like your giggle. We like to giggle. It, it, it makes it happy. You know what they say that children laugh 300 times a day and adults laugh 30. So keep well, laughing. Yeah. It's supposed to make you, it's make, keep you young when you laugh. So I'm just laughing like a crazy person here. <laughs> I don't care which kind of laugh. If it's going to keep me younger, I'm going to start clapping laughing. Anyway. Yes. Jay, how are you doing? Actually, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, uh, today was a busy day, I'm not going to lie. Um, one of my daughters is, uh, all, everybody's pretty social in the family, but my middle daughter, Isabella, had like three play dates today and she's wearing me out. So um, I, I'm happy today has come to this beautiful time where we can sit and talk and, and spend some time together. How about you, Dr. You know, I'm doing great. I am um, uh, 
was had a wonderful uh, week and a half um, with my family. I got to That's see nice. yes. Tracy and Edwin. I got to see uh, Kevin and his wife, Ash Amber. And um, I got to see my, uh, I guess it would be my niece, right? I think, what would she be? My great, great, great niece. Great niece. Yeah. It's like, um, and she's, and she's something else. And then um, I got to see some friends in LA. So I had a really, really great, great time um, seeing, uh, you know, I'd been in the Netherlands. I moved here and to go back home and see my sister too. And my nephew was just amazing. So I'm happy to be back home safely. I am a little jet lag and my producer and I talked about that earlier, but I'm, I'm pushing through. So. That's nice. Well, we're both pushing, 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 oh, pushing and through. our giggly over there is going to help us push through. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Giggly. Tracy. Come on, Tracy. We don't have giggles. She's my, I call her right. Mariah. I'm she just amazed awesome. at your energy. That's all I have to say, Estella. Uh-huh. Dr. E, your, your energy is like, is off of the chain. You know what? <laughs> I keep trying. I was like that. Uh, what, 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 what is it causing my energy? I have no idea. I like uh, well, you know, traveling, you know, from the Netherlands to California to Atlanta <laughs> Virginia back to Atlanta and then now back in the Netherlands and then you're on the radio ready to go you don't sound like you've missed you've missed a beat she's no, hardcore no I'm hard you know I I think that one of the I think one of the gifts I've been given is the ability to be able to stay up and no matter what uh, I can function and, and I, I like that, that now I now after 48 hours you know you're going to see some craziness but oh, more, that's more time. yeah yeah so we're going to talk about um, first do no harm, yeah. and I, and I, that's stuff that that's a very open subject, and and the it, it really Tracy and I had this discussion when we were there about uh, about taking care of yourself and putting don't letting the doctor necessarily guide your decisions or mm-hmm. or guide your faith, but also really taking health in your own hands, mm-hmm. and um, we we hear it all the time about how people. Just basically when the doctor says that you're going to die, they're like, I'm dying. And they let themselves die. Mm. Or um, you need to take this pill or that pill or, or I don't see anything and, and you don't get a second opinion. And, and all these things build up to basically a disaster for you and your loved ones. And I know we just I know being in this holistic health space all of us, you know, Jay, you and I has afforded us an opportunity to, to really dig deeper into what people just say. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And so what, I mean, how do you feel about that? I mean, with your clients and with your, I know, I know you even did that with your kids, just making sure you just push them to a place where, no, this is what I'm going to do to make them better. Or this is what I'm going to do to make sure they get the right nutrition and right health. What are some of the things you do? Well, first, I think the most important thing to do is to really listen because um, you can have so many different messages being thrown at you and there's so much information out there, you know, not just coming from a doctor or a practitioner in general, but, you know, we have the Internet and we have, you know, 24-hour online bookstores and we just have so much information that it's easy to get lost in all that information and become overwhelmed Mm-hmm. And you can also have too much information and be armed with too much of that and not really know where to start and um, get some, you know, some balanced footing. I think you just have to be able to get still and be able to just internalize what's going on 
and listen to your body, see what's going on, what's different, um, you know, how you're functioning, maybe what you're eating might be having an impact on what you're doing to people that you're surrounded with. Um, I found over time that I was not getting better. I was getting worse and I was still going to some of the same doctors. So I just kind of kept visiting those same doctors and getting the same answers and just became frustrated. So I just started asking different questions for accountability. And when I wasn't really getting anywhere, I just started changing doctors. I just started switching general practitioners. I started going to other specialists. I started going to um, more holistic doctors so I could get a more balanced approach, you know, not canceling out what anybody else was doing per se, but just to kind of arm myself with some more information. You know, a lot of doctors just really ran a lot of blood tests over and over and it just felt like all the benchmarks for my lab work was changing, but I just wasn't getting any answers. And so I started getting multiple opinions. I had um, a girlfriend come with me and attend a, uh, an appointment and take notes for me. I had my husband go. And then I just kind of like got to a point where I had so much information. I knew some of the things that were wrong and that were getting worse um, over time. And then of course, unfortunately impacting other organs in the body. And so then I just, took a minute and just stopped everything. Like I stopped going to the doctor. Yeah. I just stopped doing all the things that I was doing. And I just kind of like, I just got still for a little bit and had stumbled what? across some research. Yes. You know, Tracy, you bring up some really good points. I think that being still and listening first to your body is, is, is important. And I think also uh, you mentioned the, the, the large amount of information we have access to, some of which is not good information, some of which is good, and be able to take the time to weed that out and say, okay, I'm going to research even more to figure out what's good and what's bad. And also not going by the only opinion that you hear. You know, what you're speaking of, some of the things that I've come across with my own health is when you hear the same thing over and over and the practitioners are doing just the, the routine checkup with the blood work and aren't um, digging deeper. So it takes sometimes exploring different options. So kudos for you for doing that. And I always tell people, we forget that doctors are practicing medicine. You know, right. we're, we're practicing it and we're not also cookie cutter. You know, there's been, That's the problem you know, the, I yeah. people want to always, cause I, sometimes my markers, especially with pregnancy were very slightly off and then they'll go completely off. So it's like, you can't really, not everybody fits into the same. No, no. And I think we also need to make sure that we, you know, comfortability, that being in that comfortable space can be a dangerous space. You know, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you mentioned also that you said, okay, I'm going to, I go to this doctor, but I'm going to go to another doctor and another doctor because, but many people feel so comfortable with their physicians. They build relationship with their physicians and are their practitioner or their coach or any, anything that they stay in that space and they don't venture out to ch- try something new or different. Or, yeah. Well, right. To be devil's advocate with you though, sometimes I feel like we, we, this day and time, we don't get close to our practitioners. I feel that they, um, in a lot of cases, I mean, you may be blessed to have a, a practitioner that really cares, but a lot of them are kind of going right through the numbers. They have to hit a certain amount of clients yeah. a day. It's try. It's hard for you to get that personalized care like was in the past. Yeah. Right. It was really weird because right. that reminds me of my mom who was in the hospital and she has had diabetes and the doc, the the nurse was in there and she was checking out her vitals and her her blood work 
and but on her tray was candy and sugar. And I'm like, how are you going to get some sweets? And you know they're diabetes, and you're oh, I'm I'm regulating her blood sugar, but you're giving her stuff that, to unregulate it. I mean, so they're going through the routines, but they're not being observant and mindful and figuring it out. Right, right. Well, I mean, hospital food is enough to kill you anyway. So, right? That's another topic. Like the quality of food in hospitals is the same quality of food in jail. I mean, it's the same. I know. Isn't that amazing? Oh, well, I had jail food for a month then. <laughs> <laughs> and I hardly made it. I was like, Lord, help me, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, I, and then I think, but like you said, um, that process, I mean, it does take a while to kind of get to the bottom of certain things. But I think sometimes, you know, like, again, in that stillness, you're just, you know, the guidance comes eventually. Because if if, if it doesn't, you're sort of like faced with this emer- medical emergency. And that's essentially what occurred, you know, with me personally. Um, but it was like something, watching something, watching a calcium number in blood work for so many, for so many years was just ridiculous. Why would you watch something that, you know, over time is, is going to destroy, slowly destroy, you know, your body. And a lot of, all the doctors pretty much said the same thing. Even some of the top, you know, some of the top, um, more reputable, um, doctors, same thing. So, you know, research led me to someone who was able to actually put an actual, um, you know, pinpoint what was actually wrong and actually do something about it. And there wasn't anything that I could do holistically to revert it, you know, to try to naturally cure myself per se. It was like surgery was the only option. Um, And I even had some other doctors disagreeing with me on that one. And it was one of those things, again, where you got the information, you're armed with the knowledge, you had to get still, know your body, know what was going on and make a decision. And it was like amazing. Yeah, and you know, the interesting thing you talk about, uh, and I think holistic people battle with this, uh, uh, do I take that step in the sturgy or do I try to heal myself naturally or do I take advantage of everything that's out here? And I think that we have to kind of use uh, our mental capacity and be critical thinkers and say, okay, Mm -hmm. at a point, you know, foods are going to heal me, but at a point there is something that I need to do surgically or uh, I need to maybe be on this pill maybe or some form of medicine uh, to to help me. So I think we had to really use common sense and and Mm -hmm. really critical thinking to see where we are and what our body needs. Right, right. And that's a great part about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to share kind of your story or talk about, you know, parts of it and, and, and the process you went through? I think it would help some of our listeners. Um, well, in piggybacking off of what I had shared a minute ago, it was just me getting some blood work back and forth from my regular doctor about my calcium being really high and the doctor not really understanding why. So being referred to a specialist and mm-hmm. then being with a specialist for a number of years, Wow. Kind of plateauing with the same thing. Um, go ahead. I'm just saying, wow, that the specialist for a number of years. And that that's the sad thing is that after, wouldn't you would think that these practitioners would say, okay, it's been six months. I think I need to get yeah. another opinion. <laughs> help. You know, they get this complaint that they don't ask for help. And and think about the effect of calcium levels are, can be huge, huge. Huge. <laughs> 
Yeah, and you don't realize it, but you don't, you know, you understand. It's like, oh, yeah, after the fact, you're like, oh, doctors only get one day's worth of uh, training on, you know, what a parathyroid does and how it Mm -hmm. regulates calcium in the body. And you have four of them and, you know, that too much calcium circulating in the blood can pull, you know, calcium from your bones and can, you know, add plaque to your arteries and can cause, you know, problems with the electrical wiring in your heart. And you're like, wow, you know, Mm -hmm. I wish I had known all of that because the time that's wasted so to speak, waiting to see if any of the lab work changes, you know, is valuable time um, that's basically just destroying, you know, organs in your body. So then one thing just kind of led to another. It was like a pinball, you know, game where it's like, okay, then then the blood pressure gets high as a result of too much calcium in the bloodstream. And then the kidneys start to get impacted. And then the bones are, you know, deteriorating. And then your heart is having arrhythmia. So it's like, one thing after another. And then what happens is that then the doctors are, while you're monitoring one thing, then the doctors are kind of putting band-aids over the other things that you say that you have symptoms for. So, you know, symptoms, some kind, you know, a lot of things were asymptomatic at first. There were no symptoms so early on. And so Mm -hmm. then I, as time went on, I was getting sicker and that's because things were getting worse, but you know, they, no doctor said, Oh yeah, it's because this calcium is too high. So I had stumbled across some research online, actually, for some endocrinologists uh, in between my visits and brought that to the attention of the um, specialist that I was seeing here in Maryland. And she said, oh, yeah, well, you know, I've heard of them, but what you have is like a hereditary form of this hyperparathyroidism. So I said, okay, well, what does that mean? And mm-hmm. basically what I got was, well, if it's hereditary, there's nothing you can do about it. Um there's no medicine you could take, no medical intervention of any sort. You know, we'll just keep monitoring it. I Maybe I can send you to this hospital to get a second opinion. Maybe they could do some genetic testing, blah, blah, blah. You know, so then you take those steps. But then the whole time you're interviewing people in their family. I had a deceased parent, but I didn't know what to, you know, what his side of the my father's side of the family had experienced. And I was having my children have tests done. I mean, it was a long, long process of waiting and seeing and then just, you know, over time, um, things just started getting worse. And then I was brought back to this research that I originally saw like a couple years prior and ended up reaching out to these doctors who were in Florida, actually. And um, they had an app that I downloaded on my phone and was able to take my lab work and insert my numbers from my labs. And it was the app was able to let me know whether or not I was having some difficulty uh, related to this um, hyperparathyroid. So it said that if you had high blood calcium and a high parathyroid hormone number and a low vitamin D number, and I put all this in this app, it told me that more than likely I had a tumor on one of the parathyroids. And wow. so then I went back to my specialist and got and mentioned this to her. She disagreed wholeheartedly. And I said, well, listen, I'm going to go ahead with this. I just need you to sign these release forms so that they could get my lab work and put it all together. And then um, they, a surgeon called me back and said, you most definitely, definitely have hyperparathyroidism. You don't have necessarily this hereditary strand that they're saying you have FHH, but um, we need to get you down here to get this surgically removed. So then I started doing more research about how it goes away once the tumor is removed um, altogether. A lot of times they also check and biopsy the other parathyroids to make certain that they're not you know, um, giving off too much parathyroid hormone. Um, and then they take care of all of it while you're there um, getting one surgically taken care of. So it turns out that um, 
I ended up having four tumors. I had one on each parathyroid. Oh and my they God. ended up saving a portion. <laughs> they ended up saving a portion of one. And um, so that I could still continue to, you know, to create, to have a balanced calcium in the body. But that what had happened was that disease had was contributing to the kidney failure and the bone disease and everything else that was going on. Um, yeah, I, I got incredible. to see. Incredible. I, got to, I know. I, got, I mean, what's incredible is that doctors still practicing. God, well, Jesus. Well, I, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. I need to be. Yeah. I had looked it's at, I had like to yeah, I had an opportunity to see those those tumors, and um, I, I don't even know how they missed them. And um, one of the gr- the not great things, but one of the good things about um, this this pair the the tumors that were on your uh, glands they're not um, malignant, right? So um, oh, they are benign, right? They're benign, right? Which is great. So um, I know a lot of people, uh, you know, the fear of of knowing sometimes freight. Uh, uh, causes people not to do the research too. Tracy's story was so important and so powerful because, you know, she has suffered through this and she did find and research and fought. And and, And that's the thing. It's so sad that we have to fight so much in healthcare. Um, But it it shows that you really do need to do your own research because only, you know, your body better than anyone. And I, and I, I really feel that that's the, the main key right. is that it's good that and you can stop. Mm-hmm. And that was really half of the battle because honestly, I really should have, timeline wise, I could, it should have happened last summer, but the, the additional roadblock was then the insurance. So, you know, my insurance wouldn't cover that because it was considered out of network with an out of state, um, you know, surgeon. They were like, well, there's endocrinologists in Maryland. Why can't you find somebody in Maryland that can do it? And, you know, I researched also the kinds of uh, surgeries that um, some specialists in the area did, and there wasn't anybody in the general area where I lived that could do this procedure in a minimally invasive type of way. So I have like a one-inch incision on my neck, whereas some other research I've done, you know, some people's necks have been cut like in a Frankenstein kind of manner, looks like all stitched up from ear to ear, and I just was like, no, I, I can't have that. It was frightening. It was scary. And, what, you know, your, what, your parathyroid glands are near your vocal cords, too. It's a very sensitive that area. Is, that's very scary. Yeah. Well, you know, so, let's, let's hold, um, Tracy and, and Dr. E, we're going to hold that thought for a second. We're going to take a quick break. You guys stay tuned. We're going to be right back with our special guest, Tracy Chavis, who is telling us some amazing information for all of you to definitely take into consideration with your health. Remember, you're always welcome to join the conversation by calling 310-928-7733. Again, 310-928-7733. We'll be back in a moment.
Hello, hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Strategic Ladies Mindful Media Show. I welcome you to join the conversation at 310-928-7733. Again, 310-928-7733. We will listen to Dance of the Danskins by Indio Triangle from the CD Code of the Heart. And it was really mystical. It was a cool song. So we're here with Tracy Chavis, uh, educator and holistic practitioner. And we're talking about uh, the subject of do no harm. Uh, and um, Tracy, you, I, I, I love that title. And this was actually a lot of times I asked our guests to come up with a title that fits uh, their discussion. And the title she came up with was first do no harm. Tracy, tell me a little bit about where that came from. Well, I mean, it is the Hippocratic Oath that, you know, doctors are supposed to take. And um, I think in going through this process and also thinking about a holistic approach, you know, you try to think about healing people in a peaceful way. And um, with all of the conversations that I've had with different doctors, holistic practitioners and such, I just felt like everybody was coming from their own personal perspective of medicine and healing and some of it just really wasn't um, very direct and specific for me and what I needed. And I just felt like through this process, even though I've grown and I've evolved and I have, um, you know, added to my, I guess, title of advocate and fighter and all of that, I just feel like I went through so much to get to this point that I really didn't need to get, go through. I just, I just felt like I was harmed in the sense that time was wasted, like valuable time time taken away from my job, my family, you know, my health, um, just the amount of money that has been spent to try to just get comfortable, to get answers. Mm -hmm. And um, I just feel like a lot of that could have been avoided had the original practitioners that I was working with just taken the time to really truly do um, a thorough exam and just wait and listen as opposed to just moving forward so fast. and just discounting so much. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot, lo- there was a lot that was discounted and not taken into consideration. And um, I think that, you know, as a society in general, I think people tend to lean more toward the microwave quick fix for a lot of things. And, um, you know, that cost me a lot of years uh, in, in terms of time. You know, I can't get that time back and I'm not like really trying to focus on that. But when I reflect on it, it makes me realize like, wow, like how look how harmful that was to so many different aspects of my life that could have been avoided right. and fixed. Like realizing, you know, even when I was pregnant, I was having the same disease. Like this could have helped me had I known what I know now. Oh, I would have had such an easier pregnancy. You know, I would have been able to just, you know, fix a lot of things. But I guess, you know, everything in its own season and its own time. But I just feel like the process that um, for how this was handled was, was not the best. It was kind of harmful. You said something that was very impactful to me because I, I, I feel sometimes so much that there's so many things that practitioners, do, do, you know, do discount, that they don't take, they don't listen sometimes. And, they, and I agree, they find those quick fixes. You know, I don't want a cortisone shot. I want to know why <laughs> I need this cortisone shot. Yeah. And, and um. And if the shot's not working and I'm still having this major pain, we need to figure out where it's coming from because yeah. that, that's what happened with my, my grandma is that we were 
going to all these different specialists. And if we think back, the bluntest one who was, mm-hmm. didn't have a good bedside manner told us right away the truth. <laughs> you yeah, know what I, I think, said? I think, yeah. And, you know, I don't, it's not that, I don't think that people necessarily, I mean, some people may want sugar-coated um, mm-hmm. information, but I think that deep down, everybody really wants to find out what is wrong so they can try to fix it. I mean, yeah, and I think it's, right. I think people don't realize um, any type of healing and art, art form, all, all of it takes ingredients and it's a, it's a formula. It's a, you have to, you have to look at every element of what you're trying to accomplish to get that done. And you can't just, you can't just eliminate things. It's almost mm-hmm. like, and I'm going to go into this, and this is a big another topic for another show. But it's almost like uh, the findings of the report, the, the the Mueller report. You know, there's elements of that report that may have drawn the right conclusion or the wrong conclusion. So you need to see all of the elements before you make right. a decision. And that's the right. same thing. With health. It's like health is not just okay. That sounds like it's this, and and, and don't worry about that. I'm thinking this. And, and a lot of it's egos too. Well, and I think that a lot of that is because I've experienced the ego of a doctor here in the sense of I was having a hard time breathing and we changed practitioners from that, but I was very sick and he didn't really believe me. So they gave me a blood test and it showed that my levels were really off. So instead right. of saying, you know, I'm sorry, he's like, Oh, I'm going to give you an antibiotic. Well, no, you wouldn't have if my, my numbers were fine. So it's right. like it, and there's, right. it's that mm-hmm. ego and this this determination to just go by the book, but not and everybody not admit, fits into that and, book. And that's one profession, you guys, that one, no one can say I made a mistake because they can get in a lot of trouble if they do. But they should be able to say I made a mistake or I was wrong yeah. or I, I, I needed to do more. or And they need to be taught that instead of malpractice right. insurance. Right. You know, <laughs> it's like, really? you know. Yeah, it's and like, then specialists. You know, that's the other thing too is that, you know, I was seeing, I was sent to a specialist for a particular reason from a general practitioner. But then after I went to that specialist, you know, then they weren't necessarily communicating with one another. You know, there wasn't this yes. like, you exactly. know, there wasn't this like marriage of like, okay, I've seen Tracy with this, this, and this, and this doctor saying this. The, you know, they weren't collaborating at all, and that it's caused, like I mean, starting all over. Right. It's the same thing from like an edge. That's what They had conflicting medications they were giving. Well, they were, they were the heart doctor, the lung doctor, mm-hmm. the arthritis doctor. There were all these doctors, asthma doctor, doctor all well, these people, internist, all these doctors were not talking. You're right. It's not a collaborative and then effort. Then that's when then you talk about like what Tracy said. They give the band aids, right? So everybody's giving a band aid. So you have 500 pills. But you still haven't gotten to the root of the problem, which could be uh, maybe eliminate pills if you got to taken care of. Or causing more problems exactly. because of medicine. Exactly. <laughs> well, I like. Yeah, yeah I like. Uh, I, I, I just, you know, uh, this show's all about, you know, trying to uncover things, but also to find solutions. And I know it's funny that you saw, uh, you sent another icon that I really love. It says, it's uh, do no harm, take no shit. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, do no, 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 no
we don't want you to do harm, but we don't want to take on shit either. We want you. No, we want to. Not, get, it, not uh, at all. Right. So maybe right. it has to do with my astrological sign, like Leo, Leo pride. Right. But the thing is, it's like, you know, I, I was looking at a, pract- a practitioner who I was referred to, who basically looked at me and said, there's nothing else that I can do for you. Wow. And I was like, what? Let me, you act, I mean, is this like a death sentence? It's like you gave me like a warrant for my, for my death. I'm sorry. I'm not accepting that. Nope. Nope. All I need you to do right now is to sign these waivers so that when these other specialists come asking for my blood work, you can, you can give them copies. And that's another thing, you know, do no harm. Make sure that, you know, as a patient, you're keeping your own copies of things. Because, um, and I'm noticing that now a lot of times when you're doing blood work and you're doing other things, a lot of offices now are sending you copies, whereas before they didn't used to have to ask. So I kept everything in a binder and had everything in, you know, order from what year and all of that. And that's how I was able to see some trends and put some pieces together um, when I was, when I decided like, look, let's just get still. Let's look at what we have. Let's analyze it. And that's how I kind of like put the pieces together with the information that I was finding on it, the internet and stuff that I was reading in books and magazines. Um, and then I just went for her. I just went and asked that, that endocrinologist to, to sign a waiver to release my most recent blood work to these other um, endocrinologists in Florida. And then that's how um, we just moved to the next, the next phase of healing. And I think that, that. One, one of the things that would have been uh, what, that doctor should have probably done, and I'm not here to bat, uh, beat up doctors, but I'm just saying that the, the thing we usually do is when we have a difficult po- problem in a marketing situation, we hire another firm to support us to to find out what we should do and what steps. There's nothing wrong with them looking outside of themselves and mm-hmm. saying, okay, what doctor can I find that maybe can help Tracy or what therapy can I do or what's, what's an alternative care? You know, the Cancer Centers of America is a good example of that. You know, um, they take patients that no one wants mm-hmm. and they have had tremendous success in taking those patients um, that people mm-hmm. are saying, you know, there's nothing else I can do, but let's try Cancer Center of America, you know, instead of just throwing them right. away. So I think right. that that's, right. you know, to say to a patient that you've cared for that there's nothing else I can do when you're not on your deathbed is a horrible thing. Right. But it had, I, had a, yeah. Yeah. I had another attitude that was beyond take no shit, so to speak. I, I would have taken that, that comment and I would have just gone um, home and cried myself this week. Right. So I was like, okay, well, there's nothing left to say at this point. Let me take my paperwork. And let me take my, let me take my pride and I'm going home and we're going to, we're going to, now this is a fight. Now mm-hmm. this is basically a fight now. So that's basically what happened from that point forward. I mean, and I mean, it's so much more entailed than obviously what we're talking about on the show, but really doing no harm is to basically, you know, take, take no your shit. information. Aww. Right. You, you, <laughs> this is my life and I'm fighting for it. Period. <laughs> So she's so happy to say these words. I know. Show. Beep it out, kids. Beep it out. <laughs> she's so, so, um, so silly. <laughs> oh my god. So, so solutions. What do you guys think? What 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 is the solution to this problem? Um, okay. I don't think that there. The the truth <laughs> matter, in my opinion, is I don't think that. Um, I think what Tracy's done is what you have to be a fighter. So if you're somebody that you, you have to get over being a pass, passive person, if you are passive in regards to your health, because if you're right. passive, that's the kind of treatment you're going to receive. And, and, um, yeah. don't, it's like everything. I, I think if you find out some news, don't take that as your final 
Oh, it's like when you buy a right. car. Do you buy the car the first place you go to? Some people maybe do, but usually we shop around. I think if you don't, you know, get the answers and are not feeling better, you need to keep looking until you find somebody that really has experience. And I'm so impressed with Tracy <laughs> that she found somebody. And it's just sad the people that are still going to that person that you went to. And I, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, but yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, four tumors and there's four, nothing you four. can do. I mean, that's ridiculous. It's, that's it's shameful. Um, yes, so it's just that, right. a blessing that you were able to find practitioners that really cared and knew their stuff and, and wanted to look beyond just the paperwork and look at the person. And I think that's what it is. Finding somebody that looks beyond the paperwork. That's really about the profession, not just the title. Right. Yeah. And that, when, I say, when you take that oath first, you think? first do no harm. That's right. That's It's hard. It's overwhelming. But you, yeah. they signed up for that. Right. <laughs> they signed up for that. There's yeah. a nice quote that I, I you know, that I, I looked up uh, and it says, if you can help others, if you cannot do that, at least do them no harm. And I think that, you know, I think that's something that we should really work to do. If you can't help someone, don't do them any harm. And, and taking them away from uh, giving them a, an option really does them harm. And that's what was happening to you. And um, so mm-hmm. what, what should some of your thoughts, Tracy, on on um, takeaways that people can do to make sure this doesn't happen and, and, and they can move to a better place? Asking questions as far as you, you mean the health piece. Go ahead, Tracy. You're asking about. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. Something you would let leave people with that could probably help them to to make the right decisions, or or, or what do you think that emotion or that energy they need to push through? Don't be like- afraid. Like, don't be afraid. I think sometimes when we think that when we see doctors or when we go to professionals that they know everything and that, you know, that we're in a position of, uh, that they're in a position of power and that we can't ask questions, you know, and then when you don't get your questions answered, ask the questions in a different way. You know, it's like seek, you know, be a seeker, find out what it is that is not right. You know, if you had a child that was suffering from something, a learning disability or not understanding math or not following directions, we would be working with that child until, until they get it. You know, it's like not giving up, um, just really instilling, like, you know, advocate for yourself. If you can't do that for yourself, nobody's going to do it for you. You have to. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I think it's important that we, we, um, have this sense of courage and support to give other other people. Um, so at, this is kind of the time where we actually give uh, Dr. E, I mean, Dr. J, um, a quote, and she usually leaves us with a mindful thought. Well, no, before we, we go there, we're going to go with Tracy and find out anything she wants to, to share about her book. Oh, that's right. I forgot about this. So Tracy, tell us about, about your, the book. Tracy, tell us about your book. The book that's the book that's on its way. Yes, I'm excited oh, okay. to hear because Mom's been talking to my house. She's gonna force you to get all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get right. that book. Yes, tell, well, tell- this book is about a a young girl who has an an amazingly bright and sunny disposition, who is about you know eight or nine years old that just goes around and um, brings joy and power to those who are around her, in every that's- situation. I love it. 
love that. I love it. And so, mm-hmm. uh, Tracy, so when can... Our- so when, so when, when are we going to be picking this book up at Barnes & Noble? Well, according to uh, Dr. E, I've got I've got less than six months to get on the ball here. So um, <laughs> I have some accountability partners and um, yeah. <laughs> some vision yeah, makers. Have, we have, um, uh, you know, that's my project management skills. I said, Tracy, <laughs> you, you're sitting on uh, on something that can help people or something people can entertain people. Jay just had a wonderful book out that that's just amazing and and a sequel coming and a trilogy trilogy book and another second one's coming mm-hmm. out. It's just something about just making people feel good through literature and through reading mm-hmm. and don't sit on those ideas, share those. So, oh, yeah. um, so Tracy, I know you also have um, a, a business that you're doing with the healthcare. Um, can, how can people get in touch with you if they want to understand a little bit more about what you've gone through and how, you know, you possibly can help them? Well, um, my business is called Educational Wellness, and so it's just educating people about wellness that matters to them. And um, my focus was working with busy working families, but essentially just working with individuals who who want to just be well, period. Whether it's uh, in the workforce, at home, you know, at school, doesn't matter. And at this moment, um, you can reach me directly on my um, mobile number at this time through or through Instagram on Educational Wellness. Perfect. She's right. she's doing Instagram. Boy, you can tell you can tell she's younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. Well, Wait, I'll know. Tracy, Tracy taught us how to wobble. I'll, I'll be forever oh grateful. My, my my website gurus are not home, and for they're home in two weeks, so that they'll they'll be upgrading me in a little while. Oh, nice, nice. Educational wellness. Wobble with with Tracy. <laughs> we should have her play that. So. um at, 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 now we're approximate. Thank you, Tracy, for that. At the end of the show, we always, Jay's our intuitive, right? And Jay is the one that always kind of feels things and gets the messages. And, and um, I, I just want to know, based on all this conversation today, Jay, what is something you think that will be a good word or feeling? What do you feel for people right now? What are you, what are you feeling with this? Message? You know, that, you know, I, I'm, I'm, this is, um, a great question today because my, my mind is, is really going toward everything Tracy said. So I think thinking about this whole conversation about not taking beyond being just intuitive, but, but when you're thinking about your healthcare and yourself, not taking the first answer is the last and, um, just striving forward and, and peering forward. Being, and being conscious. Being conscious. I think that's a good thing. I think being conscious because consciousness is knowledge, right? Right. And sometimes we don't listen to our inner self. And I think that's a, that's a really good one. Thank you, Jay. So, well, thank you all for joining our show yes, today. Tracy, thank you. Well, thank you, Tracy, for being on. I know that this, uh, this was, um, a, it's different time zones and we appreciate it. And, um, thank you, brother Jamal for, uh, understanding that being our, 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 I know our time changes and, and we appreciate that. So you guys, if you want to reach us, you can always write us at right W R I T E the number two at strategic ladies.com. And you can follow us on strategic ladies on Instagram or Facebook. And if you have any show ideas or anything you'd like to hear us talk about us, talk about, uh, make sure that you 
you do contact us, you can always call us in and, and join the conversation on future shows at 310-928-7733. Again, that's 310-928-7733. And be sure to go to our website and learn more about Miss Tracy Chavis or Shavu, as we like to say. Um, and you can hear more about her book and her, um, her health stories. And if you have any questions for her again, you can uh, find out more information about her on our website later tonight. Yeah. And we'll be sure to uh, leave her contact information. If you need us, you can always write the show. Uh, thank you all so much for listening and joining in. And Tracy, thank you. Thank you, Tracy. And be blessed. Thanks for having me. I'll be blessed as well. Thank you. Bye. Strategic Lane. Motivation.